0: We're popping off like Tristan Thompson popping on a PED test. <laughs> We're not from Brampton, but it is the big dogs of the north. Matt or Jordan Flegel, big dog ball talk. Here to recap, the NBA weekend, and it was a wild one. Uh, Jordans are reporting this on Monday, at 7.41 p.m. Eastern time. Someone tonight is going to score. 75 points, one like yeah, more, maybe uh, because the, la- the last two episodes of Big Dog Ball Talk, we recorded and someone has scored 70, uh, also with someone else scoring like 50 or 60, uh, this time, uh, you know, the last week was Embiid going off for uh, for 70, uh, and who, who is it that got the, the the 60 piece right underneath, Carl Anthony Towns got the 62, but Devin Booker uh, also then,
1: got 62, In and that's what I mean.
0: So, they got the that that was the Friday right after we recorded on Friday. So then yep. he had the sixty, but then he got shown up by the man. We're going to kick this uh, episode off with talking about Luka Doncic, Luka Magic, mm-hmm. seventy three fucking points. Jordan, Uh unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's unfortunate that the the Mavericks really aren't as good as uh, you know they, they were hoping to be this season because he would be the. the Easy, maybe maybe the easy favorite after a performance like this. I mean, his stats are already insane. Uh, you know, if his team wasn't kind of a play-in squad, uh, I think he would be right up there in the MVP conversation. And uh, whenever we talk about him, because his team isn't that good, usually it's because he has to have some kind of historic master class performance like this, 30-20-20 like or whatever it was yeah. last season, like insane things. Uh, and he just continues doing it uh, and doing it efficiently too. Uh, so in this yes. game against the Atlanta Hawks, 73-10-7, uh on 25 for 33 shooting 15 for 16 from the free throw line eight for 13 from three uh and he got a steal so uh not really playing defense but uh you know that's okay when you put up 73 you don't need to in a close game too jordan but at the end of the day luca just did whatever the hell he wanted on the court and uh it was pretty insane to see
1: yeah yeah it was it was awesome you know mo- most points since kobe uh mm-hmm. and you know th- that's that record looks shaky now. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going mm-hmm. to, I didn't really think anyone was really close to touching it. Like I remember when like gotta be like, I don't know. Sp- oh, fuck. This is crazy to say, but like six, seven years ago. Now the first time Devin Booker hit 70 against the Celtics, yep. Yep. Uh, that was the first 70 point game. I remember watching. I think it was the first one since Kobe, unless I'm totally missing someone. Um, but, you know, it that, that seemed just so rare. Uh, but then to the fact that it happened twice last year, uh, Dame yep, and Donovan yep. Mitchell, it's like, oh, here we go. Um, and then, you know, 73, I know it's only two more than uh, 71. But, you know, 73, that's just that's just a handful away from Kobe. Like, that's just a few more mid yeah. shots, a few more free throws. Uh, and then you're at this record that really, yes, I, I thought would stand for a long, long, long time. Um, but, uh, I mean, I... It's it's crazy what Luca did. I'm glad you mentioned the efficiency because you know he was more efficient than Kobe was, <laughs> and and a lot mm-hmm. of these other players who who get these big numbers. That was a, a really efficient showing. Uh, his three was going, uh, you know, knocking down the step back, getting to the rim. Um, Good and, amount and, of and
0: ones too. Those free throws weren't just I, uh, you know yeah. uh, just just going and flopping like uh, he was getting the bucket in the harm.
1: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And you know, and and he had to be out there. Genuinely, the game was close enough. It's not like he was. Stat padding, really. Um, and, you know, he had 10 rebounds and 7 assists. A lot of people have pointed out he really should have had a triple-double in this one. The the, the Mavericks didn't shoot the ball outside of him as a team all that well. Lots of people were missing shots. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. not just three-point shots. Bunnies, uh, you know, all different things. So, you know, having a 73-point triple-double, uh, you could argue that, you know, that that even beats Kobe's stat line if you're trying to compare the two. Um, but uh, I, I I just, it's interesting how the talk has gone, though, now we're, you know, we're a few days out from it. Um, you know, guys like Stephen A. Smith, people talking about it, that it wasn't as impressive and we're not, it's not as satisfying because the Hawks are a dog shit defense team that just mm-hmm. kind of walks around out there. And Luca was just getting guys on his hip, just waltzing to the rim, just laying it up. And I really wish that we didn't have to talk about it in that way, but we we kind of do. Like it, it's 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 not as fun watching a guy do it when it looks so easy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, because going up against just obviously terrible defense, uh, then, then it did even, you know, look, looking back at the Kobe tape, like the Raptors were throwing the book at him. They were going, you know, Jalen Rose, all, yeah. all those guys were, were, they were at least trying. Yeah. And, and the Hawks did that a little bit at the end too, but they're just so noticeably bad that I think it just takes away. Yeah from this performance. That being said though, Luca does make it look easy. Like he may, he might make it look like he's just walking around out there, but he does that to everyone. He does that to the best defenders uh, because he's so big and he's, you know, kind of like SGA. He doesn't beat you with speed, but he, you know, Mm -hmm. changes his pace and uses his body and uh, angles and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I I don't want to take away from what he did. It's a, it's a crazy uh, performance. You know, you mentioned MVP there. He was my pick for MVP this year because I thought, the, the Mavericks could be just good enough that he could be, get in there. They obviously haven't been. Um, but as you say, if, if, if they can somehow get up the standings and he, he keeps doing this uh, then, then maybe he can, you know, squeeze in there towards the end of the season. But um, I, you know, it's, it's, it, it just, just an insane performance. Nonetheless, uh, you, you yeah. can't take mm-hmm. away too much from it, but, you you do wish you know maybe Dejounte Murray and you know those those other guys had put up a little bit more of an obvious fight and it you know you can look look back at the highlights and like like oh what a tough shot like some some of the step yep. back threes were tough but too too many waltzing into the rims oh, unfortunately yeah, yeah. Uh, so so he's gonna have some haters uh, you know at the end of the day but uh, you know Luca is Luca and I want to shut him out too I mean he's he's even having a performance like this in the you know. Middle of the season, where things get kind of a little boring, especially coming towards the All Star break. He has upped his game in terms of, uh, you know, conditioning and and defense even a little bit. He he's been better mm-hmm. to, to 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 have a stat line like this. Um. So so yeah. Anyone who listens to the podcast knows how how much of a Luca fan I am, and so you know this is, uh, just another uh you know spectacular performance from him.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean this is uh an interesting one too because I mean. The team that could have drafted him on draft yes, night decided yes. to trade away his rights, the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, this one has to be like a nightmare of a game to watch. Like, yeah. I think every game that Luca plays, you almost are kind of like looking at Trey Young and you're looking back at Luca and you're like, what the fuck did we do here? Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, I, I know that at the time, like a lot of people were kind of like, oh, well, you know, Trey Young may be the best basketball player in uh, in college right now and all this shit. I thought he was going to be a complete bust. I was wrong on that. Yeah. But I knew from the get-go, that Luca was going to be the best player in that draft class. Yeah, and that was yeah, all yeah. just from watching some basic tape. Yes, uh, yes, but nobody, nobody, yes. and for some reason, there was just this weird, weird nuance throughout the draft that he didn't even deserve to be the number two pick. Like, yeah. he was going to fall. Like, insane how things could have ended up shaking out. Uh, and, and who knows? I don't know if the Hawks, because if I remember correctly, the Hawks were going to take Trey Young, regardless of uh, where there was third or fifth overall. I think so, yeah. So I think that... I'm pretty sure the trade was more so to jump over fourth, who was maybe Memphis in that draft. I believe yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. I think yeah, was yeah, the, I the think pick. Right. I think you're right. Uh, but uh, in, regardless, like, if I, again, if the Raptors had made a decision like this, again, if you're into the podcast, we're Raptors homers, but uh, you know we're we're, we're keeping it uh, we're keeping it classy here right now. Yeah. But if I did that, I would be like suicidal watching <laughs> that game. If he dropped seventy three on me, yes. man, like that's insane. Like yes. that's yes. that's borderline. I'm calling the helpline. Yeah, I, I, I I couldn't control myself, my <laughs> anger watching that shit. Especially like like Trey Young, like it didn't have a horrible game, well, uh, I mean, but I mean when you play against a guy, same position and you know, you're putting up 30 and 11 on 50% shooting. Most hey, of the time you'd be like, wow, that's great. Great performance. A
1: conference finals each for both of them. Okay. At the end of the day, they sure. each yeah. as far mm-hmm. as the other. So come on, it's an even, it's the most even trade in NBA history.
0: Yes. Yes. You, you could say that. Uh, and in this one, it's also crazy. because like, Luca could have gotten more. Like, there were a lot of times in that game, in that fourth quarter, that the Mavs could have just fed him the ball. But uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. had to get his uh, 12 <laughs> shots in, man. Uh, yeah. th- like, I, I, it is crazy the way that the, the Mavericks work sometimes. Like, fuck it. Like, it was a close game, but at the end of the day, you were close because Luca's scoring all of your fucking points. Like, yeah. the next high score, uh, you, know, you know, Josh Green, 21 points on 8 for 12 shooting. Like, yeah. that's great. And those were pretty much all those Luca Dimes setting him up for open threes. Uh, after he was again driving to the rim at like with ease to get yeah, there, yeah. Uh, and just watching some of these performances like, if Luca wanted to be more selfish in that game, he could have got 80. I think I, yeah. I really do believe he could have done it, no. and that's why, again, I, and I don't know if it's a hot take, I know some people don't even believe it ever happened, but I do think at some point in my lifetime, I'm going to see someone score 100. Someone's going to break 90 for sure. Someone will do it. I think someone will get 100. I just hope it's not someone
1: annoying. I hope it's someone uh, that it'll we can be feel good annoying. about. But it'll probably be 100. percent It'll probably be Lamelo. Uh, just you know, on on 10 years when the Hornets are still it, nine and didn't 40. he didn't he do it in high school? Yeah, exactly. that one that's time I mean. or 92
0: points, whatever the fuck he scored. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, but no, it, it certainly looks like it. I think. But, you know, it, it, it is going to be it is going to be crazy, even if someone, you know, 100, you know, when someone does crack that 80 mark um, and, you know, passes the Le- LeBron's Kobe,
0: retirement game.
1: Oh, fuck, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's going to try. He's going to be like nine for, uh, you know, for 40, but, you know. Have it, some speech about Kobe.
0: Go. You know how to, how to turn my mom mortality? He <laughs> got 60. I had it, yeah. how to, how to, how to give him something. I had to yeah. give him something. A little he, 80 piece.
1: He shoots. Uh, James 20, Gang. He shoots 39 free throws in the game, probably. You, yes, you've got, yes. Uh, the rest shoots of the uh game. he only
0: hits he only he only hits twenty five.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, I mean yeah, it, it it'll be interesting to see if it ever does happen because because that, that will be crazy. I mean it, it is still gonna be hard. I mean, you know, you the, the, the more points you get, uh, the more you know it, it gets exponentially harder to add to your total. Uh I think where where you know the criticism around defense does have some merit, it's at the end mm-hmm. of those games where it's like even when the Hawks were doing all they could Lucas still, it did, still didn't look like really it was going to make a difference if they threw like four guys on him, really like they did slow him mm-hmm. down a little bit, but that's where I'm like, you know, we, 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 we've been talking about, you know, rule changes and, and, and sort of how the game has moved away from physical defense and, and offensive players can just do whatever they want. Now. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a reason because you, you, you want to move back to, you know, giving defenders more power and, you know, ability to influence the game. Cause you, you don't want these these all time sort of stats, these records that really mean something, to just fall away like they're just shit. I mean, we've already seen the scoring yeah. inflation now. Like fifty point games used to mean something. I remember Terrence Ross's fifty point game with the Raptors. Where I had tickets to yep. it, but I didn't. I just didn't go. And my mom and her friend, wow. who knew nothing about basketball, just went. <laughs> just a wasted, uh, you know, Raptors experience for them. But now people mm-hmm. are scoring fifty every week. It doesn't matter. You know, yep. seventy even. You know, we we've seen that now. Three times in, in you know a season and a half. So, I, I, so I'm saying I, wake wake
0: me up when someone breaks Wilt work or not. Well, I don't yeah, care.
1: exactly. Uh, and so I uh, you know, it's it's exciting, whatever we can we can give these guys props, but you know, I, I, I do want us to always keep in mind the the you know the defense i i need we need more power yeah. to the defenders um because uh yeah we don't want it to get we don't want it to get silly here we're we're on the way to hey silly. it's we're
0: we're already pretty much at silly, silly levels piece. uh i mean if you uh if you asked the jante murray i don't know if you saw on instagram he was going off on some people uh talking no. about uh they they were saying he traded in all his defense to to start shooting threes more and he pretty much just said you guys don't know you guys don't know shit. You <laughs> threw out the MF word a couple times and all this Uh-oh. going ham. And I mean, it was true. But I'll say this in fairness. One, the again, yeah, we've, we've said it on the podcast a lot that the offensive rules are, yeah, like they're getting a little ridiculous The the, 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 the we should bring back a little bit of hand checking or just yes. like just let guys be a little more physical without everything being a fucking foul. Joel yeah. Embiid, seven foot, 300 pounds. Flopping like he's James Harden, like that. That needs to be that needs to be fucking ended. They yeah. put the flopping rule in, but they never use it they ever. They called it
1: year. a single so time
0: this year. I don't the, think. Then Asa Kupo got one. Oh, he did. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, within like a minute of a game, it was okay. insane. Uh, and, but and, but that's that. I think the only guys that get it are the like bench warmers. They don't have the balls to give it to a guy yeah, who actually no. is a, an all star that's flopping. It's yeah. guys who are actually doing this. But I'll say this: if I was on the Atlanta Hawks that night, and I get it's a historic performance, and people were just excited to see it happen. If a fucker drops 73 on my head in my own arena and the yeah, whole crowd is going too. wild, yeah, I'll yeah. just turn, I'll be a turnstile. You just score as much as you want. <laughs> Fuck these people. I don't even care. If you can't even root. Like, cause this is a close game. I would be cussing. I'd be like, please, for the love of God, he's got 70 points. Just don't let him get 71. <laughs> don't let him go 72. I wouldn't be excited about a guy hanging 73 on my head. No. Again, a guy who could have been drafted by your team. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I think it was a great performance, a funny performance uh, concerning some of the uh, the little backstories here. But uh, yeah. overall, yeah, I would have been a little bit a little pissed if I was a Atlanta Hawks player and fan in that situation. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. I and I think he he had extra motivation going to that game to do that in that building against that team, and also he had that he had that exchange with tim mcmahon a couple days before about you know him kicking mm-hmm. out a fan and everyone i think like everyone kind of and me included like after that and then you know how he kind of blew up um you know it's it's kind of like oh is, is luca a bit too much of a diva and i really i think he is a lot of the time like and the oh yeah. The, yeah. The, the, yeah the complaining to the refs constantly is just so annoying um and you know we we all know that but but at the same time like you know luca I think he hears all that stuff. And then, you know, he, he really had something to say and wanted to go in there and, and, and shut people up. And he did. Um, and yeah, when you score 73 on, you know, efficient shooting against a team that doesn't even play hard, let alone foul. Then, you know, the, the, the refs didn't really get an earful that night. I think he was, he was no. pretty quiet. He focused on other things, but, um, but yeah, he's, he's going to be crazy. Like I, I, the, the Luca in, in the playoffs is one of the best shows that, that we, you know, that the NBA has right now. So, you know, I can't wait to see mm-hmm. where things go. I, 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 do agree though, what you said earlier, like, you know, I, 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 wanted, I I, I thought that the Mavs would be good enough. And there was another question marks around other teams that they would be top four in the West as crazy as that sounds. Now I, I didn't see these, this OKC and, Timberwolves explosion to the top of the conference as early. Um, And and so, you know, I I thought they could sneak in there. Obviously that that's, there's no way that's going to happen, but you know, he's, uh, you you got Kyrie in there doing his thing. They've, they've got some okay pieces around them. Like this, Mm -hmm. that, that game should be, you know, no one needs a warning about this, but you know, Pope, poke the bear at, at your own uh you know peril uh when it comes to mm-hmm. Luca because he can go nuclear on you uh and and he, he his game doesn't diminish in the playoffs if anything it it, it rises so you know wh- he's gonna have something to say at the end of this one because they also didn't even make the playoffs last year because of their uh, egregious yeah, yeah. tanking um you know uh, but but yeah d- down the line here uh w- ultimately I don't think they're gonna get too too far in the playoffs but it'd be great to see Luca with an actual good team and see what he can do you know as you say with a team that's good enough to to be at the top of the conference because he has the mvp type stats and he has for like 3 4 years which is crazy to say mm-hmm. for a guy
0: who's well i think still until this season he he was i think he was the favorite to win the mvp <laughs> yeah, every single year yeah, the last yeah. like three seasons except for this past year
1: yeah yeah exactly so yeah we'll 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 see what the guy can do
0: Well, uh, they're only only two games back from the Phoenix Suns for that uh, sixth spot, but I I honestly, like, I I don't really know if I've thought about it much, but, like, if you look at the the, the Western Conference, Eastern Conference, uh, the top is a little more loaded than the bottom, but honestly, whatever teams finish 7-8, they could uh, take the Thunder or the Timberwolves or the Clippers or the Nuggets, whoever finishes... There, like, we could see another back to back, a one seed beating an eight seed. Absolutely. Like, I, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't say it's uh, out of the realm of possibility here. Nope, so, nope. uh, going to be a crazy, crazy phrase to the finish here as we uh, are a little over the halfway point in the NBA season. Yeah. But to keep our focus here, Jordan, we, uh, I, I was a little, I was shit talking him a little bit there, and uh, you know we're gonna ramp it up a little bit and really getting uh, going after him. Philadelphia 76ers fans, uh, you might want to just skip this part of the podcast, <laughs> or you can listen, get a little pissed, and get us that big dog ball talk. We don't yeah, mind right. getting a little. Uh, Verbal altercation oh, yeah. over the keyboard. Uh, you know, don't say it to our, our, us in, in person. Maybe it's because we're scared. Maybe it's because we'll hate you. I don't know. Uh, you'll have to wait and find out. No. But Joel Embiid is scared of playing in Denver. I think it's 100% a fact at this yeah. point. Uh, we We talked about it. You know, we were talking about the, the Embiid-Jokic comparisons when we did our midseason awards. And I said, when we were, you previewed, you said that, the, that we were going to be playing in uh, an altitude in Denver uh, in a couple weeks or a week, whatever it was at the time. And I said, he is not going to play in that <laughs> fucking game. He will not play at all. Too. I guarantee it. And I had no, I knew he, had, he hadn't played there in a little bit. I didn't realize that it's been 2019. It the last pandemic man. Year.
1: Pre-pandemic. Yeah.
0: That is insane to me that that's the last time that he's ever played in Denver. And like, he probably just was so winded out of that game. He's like, I'm never playing here again. <laughs> uh, Can't do it. And that's just insane to me because like, and he sits out tonight against the trailblazers as recording this, the Monday night. Uh, I still think this is a little bit of uh, horse cocky here, man. I think this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't I don't think that this is like... like I, I think it's funny because the NBA, again, made this whole fake rivalry week that people are supposed to be excited about. I don't think yeah. anybody gives a fuck about that. We talked about no. before. The picks they made were stupid. Yeah. Uh, but one of the big ones that... The only one people cared about was... This match up here, the 76ers yes. versus Denver in Denver. And I'm sure a lot of people were like looking at this, you know, maybe finals compare uh, our finals preview rather yeah, and Joel yeah. you know, Jokic be going head to head. But Embiid scared of that. He doesn't want to play Jokic on that turf, on that soil. And I guarantee if somehow these two teams meet in the finals Embiid will have like the worst. Like he will be put on such a fraudulent list. He'll Even if they make play, it to the finals, he's only playing three or four
1: games. It. Whether they have, it's either yeah. they have home court and he's playing four, or they're on the road. He's playing. He's not playing. Mm-hmm. He's he's ducking it.
0: Well, and it's again now he with the, this game against Portland, he'll be missing tonight. Uh, that's going to make it five games remaining. Yeah. yeah. Until he's not eligible to win the MVP this year, Uh, which is crazy to think, uh, because, again, it was kind of another, uh, you know, fierce, heated race between him and Jokic and Jokic might just get this one on formality at this point. Yeah. Uh, Still deserved. But I mean, it's it's he definitely kind of screwed himself out of this. But I mean, Jordan, when you what, when you heard the news that Embiid wasn't going to be playing in Denver, I mean, what, what were you thinking?
1: I was legitimately so fucking pissed. I organized my entire. I mean, entire, you text me. I organized. Yeah, I texted you right away. I organized my entire Saturday around this fucking game. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I had the whole weekend to watch sports. We had, you know, great football uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and, and Saturday, you know, this, this triple header ending rivalry week. Like, yeah, and rivalry week is what it is, whatever. It doesn't. No one you really cares about it. I, yeah. can't,
0: I, I I'm re- we're really stoked that you get a six year extension. It's so good. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. But you know, uh the the, the, the Embiid and, and Jokic thing is a rivalry. That's 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 mm-hmm. true, and that's just a great Saturday ABC, you know, game and followed up by an incredible uh, Lakers and Warriors game uh, that goes to double overtime as well. Um, and then, you know, b- before that was, was heat Knicks That wasn't quite as fun, but you know, that is a legitimate rivalry historically as well. Two teams played in the playoffs last year. Um, so, you know, all, it, it looked like just a great day of basketball for the NBA um, uh, because, you know, you have, you've got big name stars, you've got the last, you know, two MVPs out there. They're going to, they're going to clash uh, middle of the mm-hmm. day. You know, you, you got you know not only the the diehard fans but you've got casuals tuning in to watch here as well um and joel Embiid the entire time in the lead-up to that made it very clear that he intended to play in denver like he wasn't leaving it up to uh you know chance or question he came out and said no i'm looking forward to this they had just played an awesome game only like a couple weeks ago uh in philly uh and, mm-hmm. and philly gets the win and the year before same thing philly gets a win uh you know down the stretch of a close one Embiid comes in Embiid. Flexing to the crowd, you know, uh, you know, hand up to the ear, you know AI type shit. like always mm-hmm. when he beats and beat at home, he talks a big game, he loves it. and and to his credit, he has sort of dominated that matchup in the regular season in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you know, it, it's the same t- 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 sort of talking points each time. It's like, okay, go go into altitude, go into Denver and have a good game there because as you said, you haven't done that in four years at this point. Um, and the fact that he wasn't even on the injury report, like 10, 15 minutes before the game, that's when, you know, you, you, you get the, you know, Twitter bomb from Woj or whatever. That's just like, aside from me being like kind of annoyed with it as a fan, that's mm-hmm. like actually like, I, I think really, really detrimental to the NBA. Like I'm like serious. Like, I think yep. that's a real issue that that can be allowed to happen.
0: Well, I mean, they're, they're investigating. They announced they it because it coming in 15 minutes before is against the, 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 I believe what they, their new uh, official resting rules are.
1: Yes. Yes. And I mean, you, you know, of all, all people, the betting implications of that are just insane. The fact mm-hmm. that that, like, he's not even on the injury report. Um, the, the, like the just the people who maybe bought tickets or like, uh, you know, and flew oh, to, yeah. to Denver, I mean, went to Denver. Like,
0: it would have been a, a, a huge drop if they knew MB wasn't playing. A-
1: absolutely. And the, the, the whole thing, the whole marketability of this game is those two here guys. Comes. Up against the each man you've other. been
0: waiting all for Tobias <laughs> Harris. Yeah. Paul Reed. Here we go. Paul yeah. Reed actually had a monster game.
1: He <laughs> uh, uh, really stepped Reed. in nicely. No uh, but, disrespect, <laughs> I
0: don't give a shit about it.
1: But, uh, but yeah. And, and then, you know, the, the, the poster last minute, you got to switch out, you know, Jokic and Pat Bev for Jokic and, Mm -hmm. Embiid. Because not only was Embiid not playing, Maxi wasn't playing. And I don't think Tobias Harris played in that one either. I don't know Um, if he played. (laughs) So, so, um, but like, my thing is, okay, so the story is, he goes out there to warm up, and his knee had been bothering him, so they were like, watching it. Okay, put him as questionable. Put him as, say his knee had been bothering him before that. This knee thing didn't come out of absolutely nowhere right before the game. So, like, right away you've done something wrong. And then if if it's like kind of a minor thing, like I'm sorry, Joel and B just play. I don't care what the team doctors are telling you. I don't care what's going on. Like I I think the league office should have sort of more control over these and really pinpoint these games and say like b- beforehand like we can't have any shenanigans here. You better tell us uh you know what's going on because the 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 story was that the medical personnel of the Sixers overrided anything Joel Embiid would have wanted to say and made the call. I'm saying if it's that close, the NBA has got to override that fucking medical staff and say, I don't care if you sit him, uh, you know, and only play him like, you know, 20 minutes in this game, he's got to go out there and do this because too much is riding on this because like the NBA is in such a bind trying to like market this regular season, these regular season games. They're trying everything. They're trying to in season tournament, Rivals, all this fucking shit, uh, to try and get eyeballs because the the players have been increasingly not giving a shit about the the season, especially yep. this p- part of the season. Um, and you're trying to compete with the NFL, which you you know you're never, you're never going to fully you know get there, but you're tr- trying to not do, close, s- yeah. do something with this 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 part of the, the the season that's always a bit of a lull. You just can't have this. Like it goes beyond being annoying for me watching it. Like there there are so many issues with this um, and. And I, I I just, you know, I, I I think there might have been some shenanigans there. I think Joel Embiid mm-hmm. was perfectly happy not to play. I don't I don't think he looked devastated. You know, he came out and waved to the crowd. He was there on the bench. I think, you know, he knew he was gonna have a depleted team going up against a raucous crowd. And I, I just don't think when the, you know, the the you know, he sort of went out there, I think he was kind of looking for any sort of discomfort in that knee to say, oh, you know, this isn't mm-hmm. great. Um, until he sort of proves to me otherwise that's what i'm gonna think and that's what i think a lot of people think and that's just detriment to him and then again last thing you me- that you mentioned it just hurts his case for mvp and i'm not mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck about anybody crying about this you know 65 games thing about mb not getting it and and i'm sure all the twitter fans uh you know twitter sixers fans if he doesn't get it because of that they're gonna always claim oh, yeah. that he's the real yeah. mvp asterix just mickey mouse just yeah. but i'm like dude Jokic has missed one game this entire season, one game. And if you're, if, if, if your the play style or just the way your body is limits you uh, to the fact that you have to miss that many games each season, then I'm sorry. Like then you don't get to win these awards. And that's just the the, the way it goes. I mean, the greats, uh, you know, of the game way back in the day, you know, I know their careers were shorter, but they didn't have this issue. They were often playing every single game of these seasons. And I know, you know, down the line, I'm not opposed to the NBA changing the season, shortening it. I would be all for that. But for the time being and, you know, sort of how you compare yourself through the history of the league, uh, you know, former great big men and everything, it, it I, I don't think six, reaching 65 games is an unreasonable threshold no. to meet. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just think I, I think it was a really, really bad look for the NBA just made the game, uh, not not like you, you didn't even want to watch the game at that point. Like it oh, was just kind of like uh, whatever, you know. That it was it was close technically because I think the Denver was kind of coming off an emotional high of actually find, trying to face this guy at home and he wasn't even out mm-hmm. there. Uh, so I think they kind of played down to their competition, uh, but you know wrapped it up in the end. Didn't look like it was that hard for them to do against a heavily depleted team, and it's just, uh, just yeah, it just I, I I it it's very very annoying and and really bad for the league that, that that happened and and i hope something comes of this investigation because it, it it literally probably costs like millions of dollars
0: yeah and maybe, i maybe don't think that, that even that's i i don't even know if the punishment really is gonna fit the crime if that is the case that's the conclusion because as far as i know it's a fifteen thousand dollar fine uh maybe right. it's twenty five thousand twenty five thousand dollars i believe uh with a max of a hundred thousand two the 76ers. So right. it doesn't fucking matter. They, yeah, they'll take change. that fine every single time. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they aren't going to give a shit. Uh, I mean, again, 25000 to Embiid. Is, he makes that in five minutes, 10 minutes of this yeah. contract. So yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't uh, the, the last time we hear about this. I, I am like next year, though. I think that now Joel Embiid's kind of shot himself in the foot because I know he doesn't really like when people are talking mess about him or, you know, putting him under the microscope everyone's gonna be wanting to see if he's gonna play in Denver next season now oh uh, like that is going to be a, a big storyline will he finally do it uh maybe the NBA needs to uh, make that the season opener I'm not sure how well, uh, awesome. you know, the, the playoffs but awesome. like, I think that's maybe one of the only ways he could force his hand into doing it yeah uh, so we're gonna to have to wait and see how this all shakes out hopefully the NBA can figure out what, what kind of went on uh, throughout that process but uh, definitely looks like some funny business uh, that uh, you know we're, we're gonna to have to wait and see how this all goes but uh, yeah Let's bring the hammer down on Joel Embiid. Fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. throw the book at him. Moving on, Jordan. A guy uh, who's, uh, you know, he's he's had an up and down season himself, uh, but he's actually going to be missing some time here uh, with a legitimate diagnosed injury. Julius Randle the New York Knicks, uh, sideline, multiple weeks with a dislocated shoulder. Uh, sounds like they're trying to avoid having to bring him into surgery. They're going to arrest him, try some treatment, see what they can do. But – this is a, a big loss for a New York Knicks team that has been hot, hot, hot lately, yeah. uh, ever since acquiring OG Ananobi, holding down that fourth spot in the Eastern Conference with the Cavs uh, right on their necks right now. Uh, this, is a, this is a big blow. Uh, I mean, probably you would say Jalen Brunson is the, the, their best player, but uh, I think uh, you have to give it to the, the former Big Dog of the Year here. Uh, I mean, Randall is uh, maybe the kind of the heart and soul, that uh, foundational piece uh, that, that the Knicks is kind of built around at the end of the day. And uh, without him out there, it could kind of make things a little bit difficult. They're, they're not really that deep uh, in the front court already. You know, Isaiah Hartenstein's been, uh, you know, trying his best, playing uh, his heart out to try to fill the void. Uh, but, I mean, even as we're recording this right now, it's halftime. They're only up three against the Hornets with no LaMelo ball. Huh. Uh, I mean, Precious chua,
1: we've right. seen
0: this fucking guy there play, man. You're telling me this guy's going to be playing 30 minutes tonight? This right. could get uh This could get scary, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's I think it's a big loss at a time where the Knicks were trying to hang in there and, and maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were on an awesome stretch uh, of, of games, as you say. But I think they had only lost two uh, since acquiring OG and had a lot of good wins under their belt and, and were, were looking like, you know, they were going to. Uh, I, I I think they're still behind uh, Cleveland. I'm sure they are because Cleveland's been super hot. But I think they're they're right now. No, the they're, they're they're up, over they up by
0: half game. They're oh, up. Half the game, Knicks okay. are up by half half game on the Cavs, and then the uh, the Pacers are two two and a half games behind them.
1: Okay, okay. So so, but yeah, like there's 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 a race for that spot. You know, it, right right in there, middle middle of the top. I mean, no, they man, these... they were they were
0: one one game behind the uh, the Seventy Sixers with the third seed, and I think yeah, that you with uh, you know Embiid's health, they they had a chance they could have snuck in there potentially.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and, and that's you, you know to to be the the uh you know to, to 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 get up there and stay in that mix uh you know and and you know firmly avoid that and any any chance to be in the play-in is what you want to do obviously you know in in, in mm-hmm. either conference but in the east you know it's it's tight there through the middle of those standings, um, and and yeah, the, the the Knicks were looking really good, and this, it's just going to be hard for them to to maintain it with other teams that are hot uh, and coming on. I mean, the the, the, the Pacers have looked better recently uh, we, since acquiring Pascal after a rough start. You know, lost their first three. I know Tyrese Halliburton has been kind of in and out in the lineup, but I think he's he's scheduled to come back here. Um, and and the the Cavs are one of the hottest teams, so yeah, it's 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 not like they're. They have anything They're locked up back today? If you're the Knicks, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, and so, you know, this is, this is a bad time to to lose him. Hopefully, you can string it together uh, through, you know, and and have a lot of his missed time be through the All Star break. Uh, that that's a sort of a a positive to look at through 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 this. But you know, hopefully, this doesn't develop as something that does need surgery or you know still bothers him when he does come back. I mean, it reminds me of one of our. Mm-hmm. Long-time list listeners, Mikel, um, or, or mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that is his name. Yeah, Mikel Jordan. Um, uh, you know, di- dislocated shoulder all the time, avoided surgery Every for day. years. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, you know, really impacted his shot. Uh, so hopefully... wind wind blew it out. <laughs> hopefully uh, Julius Randle can can sort of get this sorted. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, again... Uh, he had a rough year last year. He started off shooting about 0.1% from three this year. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you know, the fans, he's got a kind of love hate relationship with the fans in New York. You, Julius Randle has been such a big part of this winning, uh, this change to winning in New York, like m- more than people will ever give him credit for. Cause you know, he's not the, the most aesthetically pleasing player. He kind of in the playoffs, uh, as we've mentioned, a lot of times he becomes, you know, kind of easy to game plan against, but, through the regular season, if you're looking for wins, if you're looking for a versatile forward who can get you stuff, uh, Julius Randle has been uh, incredible for them. And it's going to be interesting to see. And I, I, honestly, I'm in kind of a sick way looking forward to it. All these Knicks fans who have, you know, seen this team kind of it, fold OG and Obi in perfectly. Um, you know, he's he's slotted into that three spot, you know, in, and done just incredible. And, and that's where OG's at his best, playing with a really good yes, team around yes. him. The second that you need OG to slide up to that four, fill in for Randall. And if, if Nick fans, if you're thinking he's going to just be a 25 point per game scorer now and, and be awesome, I would love that to be true. Honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm always going to root for OG, but you wouldn't be on the next
0: if that was the case. Well,
1: you might, you might be a little uh, underwhelmed with how OG kind of fills in and fills that sort of secondary scoring role because we've went through times where he's had to do that. And he's, and he always claims that you know or at least you know the chatter from his camp or whatever is that he's always wanted that more of an offensive role mm-hmm. he has struggled in that to be frank he's in, he's struggled in that position he's where had he good to, scoring nights
0: but sure. definitely not like he's grabbing but the rock and going iso on anybody no, no no
1: uh and as i say if he's if he's secretly developed that part of his game and he was just unhappy up here and he can do that in new york fine but i think you know this this whole love fest with OG that's gonna f- hit its first speed bump through this time where he's gonna be asked to do more offensively I think the Knicks are still yeah you know th- they're not the deepest team but they have contributors on the wing they can just kind of play uh, they're, they're already kind of forced to play smaller than they want with Mitchell Robinson out but they can just play super small um, OG mm-hmm. can even God forbid if you need him to he can play the five uh you know on on some nights and you, you've got DiVincenzo, you've got heart that you can throw in there but um, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough without Randall because you know already uh, Brunson, as you know, he, he's going to you know the the scouting report is going to be all about him every night. He's been awesome, but already he's had to do a lot of heavy lifting uh, as as you know a, a guy who is is shorter than you know you you ideally want your first option to be um, and, and but he's going to have to take that and and he's going to have to be a twenty five plus per game scorer uh, you know when when the Knicks go up against good teams if they're going to have a chance but 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 we'll see it'll give him a chance to uh you know for for Tibbs to see who he trusts maybe maybe this whole Quentin Grimes situation he can get in there and and they can work things out or they can decide one way or the Mm -hmm. other who they want to trade who they want to play um so you know sometimes injuries through the regular season can can be good just for your sort of thought process but they're going to miss Randall uh big time uh for as long as he's out
0: well I'm interested too uh you know although but a lot of people in the, the floating heads of the talking heads of the NBA, kind of talking about his game, how he can lead a team. I'm interested to see how uh how Jalen Brunson can do as the, literally the lone yep. top option on his squad. Can, can he go in there with a, because again, his career before, you know, he was playing with Luca. Yep. Uh, like the, even when he came up, he was always the second fiddle. This is his true first chance at seeing how he looks with a, a team as the, the, the unquestioned top dog. And I mean, this is again kind of a, a shorthanded squad. It's not like he's getting handed the keys and uh, you know the, the Lamborghini's ready to go. It's kind of a beater. You got to put some TLC into it. You got to fix it up and see how it runs. But uh, I think at the end of the day, Brunson, this is going to be a, a a big test for him to see how he does as that that lead cog in a machine. And uh, you know, can the the little guy kind of uh, drive uh, the, the this team to success? Yeah. But. As great as he's been, I mean, this is—I really do think he's gonna kind of struggle a little bit to do this because it's not an easy team to uh, set guys up for when the, it's pretty much all defense all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I think he again, we said he tries, but he's not really the greatest defender at times as well. He can get picked on. So this yeah. uh, this could be a really uh, pivotal stretch here for the Knicks. Uh, like, like if they if they can't win, you know, at least fifty percent of their games, like we could see them drop a couple spots in that playoff race and yes. in the Eastern Conference, you pretty much want to avoid the play in like the plague at this point because yeah. you don't want to match up with uh with the uh, the Celtics. You probably don't want to match up with the Bucks or even the 76ers. So nope. I mean, nope. you got to try and fight for that 4-5 or five spot and uh there, there's a lot of teams vying for it right now.
1: Yeah, 100%. And and like uh, this is where you you know, you look at the Knicks uh compared to last year, uh they they don't have Obi Toppin anymore to fill in for Randall mm-hmm. who I thought did great in the playoffs last year when he needed to when when Randall missed time. They don't have RJ Barrett, another guy who can actually go and get a shot. Uh, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a strength that RJ has that OG just doesn't. Uh, you know, the, the ability to get downhill, get to the basket, you know, get to the free throw line, just make something happen, um, you know, by yourself. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and even with, without quickly, it's not like you have another quick, you know, bench guard who can come in and, and make stuff happen as well. It was my pick for six man of the year last year. Um, you know, you've, you've got McBride and, and, and other, few other creators that you can sort of lean on a little bit as the next, but you know, this is where you kind of, you know, you look at optimizing your team as they did in that OJ, OG, OG trade, trading out some depth for, uh, a, a a sort of fit piece. The, the second you lose, uh you know one of your your main guys to injury it it does get a little bit harder like they're they're they're, Mm -hmm. they are just gonna have a tough time of it i think but but you're right it it'll be a good test for brunson um and and i think he can he can rise to the occasion at least you know against the 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 bad teams i i just don't think the knicks already have a subpar record against good teams like they struggle beating the best teams in the league and that's gonna you know Become even harder, if not impossible, now. Uh, but I think you know Brunson is good enough uh, to to sort of lead this group to wins against the teams they should beat. Um, and and I guess that's all you can ask if you're if you're missing you know who is essentially your 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 leading scorer here. But but yeah, it's if if this turns into a thing, uh, you know that the the Knicks kind of house of cards can tumble pretty quickly. They 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 need Randall back ASAP. So so yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes.
0: Well, uh, yeah, let's uh let's wait see how the Knicks can uh, battle against this adversity. It's going to be a tough little stretch here for them, and uh, you know, right again, like I said, right now they're they are beaten up a little bit on the, the the Hornets. Only five point lead with uh the the third quarter just kind of tipping off, but uh, that's really not a good look for them uh, as is, but. To finish out the podcast, let's have a little bit of fun here, Jordan. I had hit you with some blind NBA player comparisons earlier in the month, and uh, now you're going to return me the favor. Jordan's going to throw me two players, give me some stats, and I'm going to pick the player that I would rather have on my squad, the player I think is superior, uh, but I'm not going to know who they are. And, uh, Uh, you know, the answers may surprise you. It's possible. (laughs) So, uh, Jordan, without further ado, take it away, my friend.
1: All right. I've got three for you here, Matt, but they're good.
0: They're doozies. They're the best ones.
1: All right. First one, player A. 19.5 points per game, Mm 6.7 rebounds per game, two assists, 1.8 blocks, 35% from three, and 52% overall. So that's player A. Okay. Player B, 15.2 points per game, so like four points less,
0: 10.4
1: rebounds per game, so like four rebounds more. Okay. Three assists per game, so... One more assist One, per game, yep. um, 0.9 steals per game and 64% from the field. Ooh. So a good 12% higher than, than player a, um, but you don't know, you know, you, you, know, player A's blocks per game, 1.8 mm-hmm, and three mm-hmm. point percentage, 35%. You don't know player B's Ooh. either of those, but you know, uh, 0.9 steals and 1.1 blocks. So, Yeah, see, I
0: le- oh, I was only 1. Point- I thought it was like 1.9. Mm. No, no. Player 1. A 1.
1: clears 1- for blocks 1.8 per yeah, 1.1. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 1.1 is a uh I-, I like the block. I like the rim protection, but I mean, four points for four rebounds, and then what would you did they both have assist numbers?
1: Yeah, so uh player A two, 2 and player B 3. So a full assist more
0: for player B. I'll I'm going to go player B. Seems like more of the all-around package here.
1: All right. You just chose Jared Allen over Kristaps Porzingis. Two All Star. Hmm. uh, I wouldn't
0: do that. Borderline All Star.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't. (laughs) I wouldn't make that pick generally. Yeah.
0: Uh, but I originally I was kind of thinking, you know, the the score with the blocks uh, a little bit more superior. I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. But I'm not. I don't really want the the the, the weak shit, man. I want a little bit more playmaking and a little bit a uh, little bit more action. So, yeah, has uh, got
1: Allen's got some impressive stats. I mean, 15 points is nothing special, but you know, the 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 rest of his all around package is uh, pretty good. And 65 from the field, basically. That's yeah, yeah.
0: That's I mean, cool. I mean, realistically, I mean, like Jared Allen is like like the perfect center. Like I, I love yeah. him as a player. Like yes, you could yes. fit him in a system that it works he has a good defined role like can't find a better like pure center than him so uh you know i'm not i'm actually not that mad about it
1: there you go cool yeah it's crazy I, that it's,
0: their stats are that close these days i don't I think if you told someone that like five years ago they'd probably tell you shut the oh, fuck up oh my god yeah
1: but yeah it's close and it, it's it, they're kind of you know they've got strength in different areas but uh yeah jared yeah. allen literally I, I was gonna include his three-point percentage he has he literally hasn't attempted at a three this year so uh yeah, over so there. Um,
0: keep it that way
1: yeah yeah <laughs> play within your role uh okay number two we've got player a points per game. Oh, boy. 6.4 assists. Mm -hmm. 5.6 rebounds. 2.2 steals. 33% from three. And 54% overall. Okay. And this guy, I'm going to give you all the same stats, so there's no different ones for this one. 34.4 points per game. Ooh. 9.4 assists. 8.6 rebounds. 1.4 steals. 37% 37% from three and 48% from the field.
0: So I feel like this is a, it's SGA and Luca. I'm pretty confident. That's my guess. Uh, but based on the stats, I mean, I think, I feel like, I, I think like the, the overall stats are definitely in player B's favor, more points. I think it was more assists and rebounds. Yep. Uh, uh the, but the shooting numbers were a little bit better for player a, if I, if I recall, right.
1: Shooting, uh, from the field, player A is 54 overall to 48, but yep. f- player B is 37% from three, player A is 33% from three. So,
0: yeah, so I definitely go player B.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You got it, Matt. Luca, mm-hmm. Luca, player B, uh, and and yeah, you you pick Luca over SGA. Uh, interesting. I mean, I think it's still a I, close call. I mean, when you look at the yeah, stats,
0: and like, I probably I probably would take Luca over yeah. SGA. If we're just picking one guy to have in a team, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. love SGA, but I mean, right now, I mean, it's, it's Luca. I mean, we're just talking about him really. Seventy-three points. I mean, yeah. uh, SGA. I don't even know. He, he, he has to break fifty for me to really start uh, yes. to him over Luca.
1: Yeah, exactly. But you know, the 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 overall from the field goal, uh, you know, from from yeah just from the field that that's interesting that he's he's significantly mm-hmm. higher and the steals are a big part of it yeah, too sga yeah. is just well, le- leading the league in steals per game this year so far
0: he's he uh, that's the thing i wasn't even re- i didn't really realize yeah. that and then when we were doing our midseason season awards uh, a couple like a week or two ago whatever that was yeah. uh, i saw that he was in like the top five of defensive player of the year
1: yeah he, he's and i was like okay come I mean, on that's like, crazy he's a decent but defender he's yeah i was <laughs> like.
0: Just because he's averaging two steals a game doesn't yeah. mean that he's a fucking lockdown perimeter guy. Like I don't think anybody who watched the NBA would think that no, unless no, you're no. just looking at the stats. So yeah, no. I, I thought that was a little weird. I'm like, am I
1: missing something here? Yeah. I don't think so. But, but no, yeah, but, but SGA, I think it's fair to say superior defender to Luca right now, but Luca has been yes, much improved. as I said. But, uh, mm-hmm. all right, I got one more for you, Matt. Um, player a 25 points per game, 12.2 rebounds, 3.7 assists. blocks, 1.1 steals.
0: Jeez, these are monster numbers.
1: 27% from three and 55% overall. Okay. Player B, 28.5 points per game, 6.4 rebounds, 5.7 assists, 1.2 blocks, 0.8 steals, 45% from three and 53% Mm.
0: overall. So I feel like one of these guys is not one. The player A has to be like an actual center. Player B is just kind of someone who's out there, just like maybe like a, a slashing four that can spread the floor a little bit here. Hmm. What was the? It was it was like fifty. Was it twelve rebounds? Player A to six on uh, player B. Yep,
1: that's right. Rounding rounding mm. down and then up. Yep.
0: And then the assists were in favor of player B, though.
1: Yes, uh, five point seven to three point seven. So,
0: two. Yeah, two more I'm gonna assists. go. I'm going to go player B. A little bit better playmaker, way more efficient, better score. You just pick KD over AD. Ooh.
1: Yeah, Which I'm pretty happy is, with that. I'm very happy here. with Most that, actually. Play. Yeah,
0: I'm very happy with that. But, uh, uh, but that's actually pretty crazy. The stats are pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and good. I'm really just like, that one. I'm just like, you know what? That player B seems like he's kind of like the... The superstar player b seems like the, the co-star which is uh 100 <laughs> accurate
1: yeah i mean the but it's kind of similarly to the to the last one like the defensive stats for ad are kind of wild two two and a half blocks yeah. per game is uh that used to be good enough for for best in the league uh and and tw- two two and a half blocks and 12.2 rebounds that that's pretty wild ad is still a monster shout out ad but uh well but yeah i yeah, think pick i picked mean, ad hopefully an all-star
0: yeah, yeah I, awesome. I, I, I'm i actually pretty happy. I mean, the the, the the, Jared Allen and Porzingis one, I still think, obviously, if I was going to pick one just to have, I would rather have Kristaps. But I'm yeah, uh, pretty yeah. happy with the other two uh, blind assessments. Uh, you know, obviously, sniffing one out is a little easier. But yes, um, yes. I, I think I, w- I would have been a little bit pissed if I had taken Anthony Davis over Kevin Durant. That would have probably stung a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, you made the uh, right choice. You made the right choice, Matt. But we want to hear from you guys. Let us know what you thought of Jordan's blind comparisons and let us know who you would have picked or yep. who you would pick, even if you know the stats, you know the players. Who do you got? Let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk on X, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook for the old heads. Let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk. We want to hear from you guys. We will be back on Friday again. Watch the uh, watch the games tonight. Someone is going to be scoring seventy five points. Uh, you know when you were listening to this, whether it's Tuesday morning or a late night uh, Monday podcast, listen before you go to bed. Uh, someone will have dropped seventy five. So uh, yep. we'll be discussing who who did it on Friday and much much more. We will talk to you guys then. Matt Eichhorn, George Flegel, Big Dog Wall Talk, and as my good friend George always says.
1: This is a question for you, Matt. I don't know how you Ooh. feel, uh, but a question for for everyone who's kind of bitter about what's going on in the uh, NFL right now. What what mm. do you have against true love? What do you have against two people who are in love, hey. who uh, love each other, support each other? Okay, look, I I didn't. I'd like to know what that feels like. I wasn't I wasn't into the Chiefs winning either. Ultimately, but I've come around to it. Uh, you know, Taylor and Travis—they're just so sweet, man. They remind me of old Owen sound couples after friday night lights you know
0: what <laughs> yes 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 the ones that stay together forever <laughs> yeah. uh joey that's and kirsten type of love anybody needs yeah oh, yeah so to, to them. Man, actually powerful. fuck joey he uh, lost
1: us one of those fucking games i fucking hate
0: you joey i forget <laughs> why but i remember it was your fault <laughs> just kidding joey ah interesting uh place some blame uh but this is a uh yeah this is a hot button topic obviously uh i mean i honestly getting the I, 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 super bowl they, man I'm more mad at the uh, producers of all these fucking NFL games that decide to shove Taylor Swift down the throat because she's just showing up to the game. She's not doing know, anything yeah. wrong. I she's mean, it's not it. her fucking fault. Uh, you know, uh, she didn't ask to have an AI-generated pornography made <laughs> yeah, of her. This is that's all. Pretty wild, this is yeah. all the NFL's fault. Yes. Uh, yes so I mean, uh, I mean, we'll get our AI uh, made illegal very soon because of this. Uh, <laughs> she guess you got pretty good lawyers. Going to put but, us out of the uh, job, Matt oh AI. yeah i mean uh, that's why we gotta shut it down yeah, uh big so. dog ball talk ai talk <laughs> uh we got 12 fingers and nine toes <laughs> yeah, uh but to answer your question jordan i don't have anything against it Let okay, like Taylor Swift show up to every game i don't give a shit just uh you know maybe focus on the game a little bit more i think people will probably <laughs> enjoy it and i'm sure she yeah. would probably enjoy it too because she's uh, just trying to go out there and uh, see your boyfriend but uh jordan plug it GetCanadianSportsBetting.ca. You'll be able to see oh, all wow, the hey, best hey, novelty hey, props. Whoop. Will Travis Kelsey propose Alex, to her? Yeah, you, after, can, you can, you can, bet on it. You can are you serious? Bet on it all. I'm putting can everything I Travis have Kelsey on.
1: It. It. At center, at center field, right after they win, he's gonna catch the, you know, the, the touchdown pass on the game-winning drive. He's gonna mm-hmm. bring her down, get down on one knee. It's gonna be, uh, you know, greatest moment wow. uh, in the history of the world. Uh, put anything on it.
0: Can you walk away with two rings? Let's see. <laughs>